Hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to All Things Performance, the podcast. My name is Josiah Igano. We are in season three, and this year we're doing something different. I actually have a co-host, my former teammate, my good friend, my brother in the Lord, Derek Devine. And Derek is going to be joining me as well as a host of different guests from all walks of life, from all professions, to weave into this thing that we call All Things Performance. Whether you're talking about your faith, whether you're talking about psychology, physiology, performance, the execution of a specific task or function. We're going to tackle all of that and then some. Uh, In this specific episode, this is what we call our preseason episode. So we're actually talking about what we're going to be doing in this season. We're talking about current events. It gives you, the listener, an opportunity to see the friendly banter, to lay some connective tissue as far as how we operate and how we get down. We look forward to serving our community, putting it down for the culture, and giving God the glory. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and listening, and we will talk to you soon. Microphone check one, two. How we doing, D? Welcome. What's up? What's going on? Good. How we doing? Doing great, man. Here we go on ones and twos. Welcome again to the All Things Performance Podcast. We're on season three right now, season three, and I'm excited, man, because this season we're going to do something a little bit different. I got a co-host, my boy, my brother, Derek Devine. What's up, D? What's up? How you Thank living? you for having me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This yeah. is going to be trouble, bro. This is going to be trouble, be, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, so, so yeah. in, in season three, in season three, what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to have a lot of cool guests on here. Yep. Uh, you know, all things performance. So we're talking about faith. We're talking about uh, sports. We're talking about human performance, uh, the psychology uh, of the performer, uh, and just putting all those things together. Together, whether it's neuromechanically, physiologically, psychologically, or spiritually, all things performance, putting those things together in a way that, you know, some people might not be used to or yeah. it might be novel for some folks, man. What, what, what do you think about yeah. all that, man? No, I, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to change the game a little bit. I, I feel there's very few people that are kind of in this lane that, that we're going to be speaking on, you know, and, and, and I like that we're going to be bringing on experts and, and people into it and also keeping it light. Yeah, man. Keeping it fun. Got to keep you know? it light, man. Yeah. Got to keep it light, man. Yeah. There's going to be all kinds of impromptu jokes and laughter, you know what I'm saying, going, in, going on. You know what I mean? That's what just keeps you healthy is laughing, man. That's so right, man. That's right. Yeah. So, so you know, before we get into it today, we're going to talk about how you and I met, you know what I'm saying, as teammates. A little background. Um, you know, our families. We're going to talk about some current events uh, and just we'll we'll leave with some encouragement, some encouragement rather, you know, yeah. uh, to the people out there. Uh, even though this podcast is for athletes, I think that athletes offer a microcosm to society, and it offers, you know, athletics offers insight to just life, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, it's it's almost it's something that it's like everybody's done in a way. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, even if you even if you're the dude and. Kappa Phi Sigma and you and you was just intramural football. It's like there's always there's always something, oh, you know, buddy. And uh, and I think it's it's something that really brings people together. And uh, I mean, the majority of my friends are guys I played ball with or trained with or yeah. hit the gym with. And so it's it brings such an incredible foundation of friendship. And, you know, so I'm it, it's 
athletics has formed my life. Man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I was talking to a, a good friend the other day, Richard Lucero. Richard oh, yeah. played with Rich, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, sports has done a, a good thing for our lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's it, there ain't nothing like passing it on to not only our kids but people coming up behind us. So yeah. man, the, the the little sign here says still here. Still here, man. Yeah. Uh both you and I and, and some of our teammates we transferred to Northern Arizona University Shoot, 2002? Was that 2002? Yeah. So we're talking about 20 years, man. Back you and I have been. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We've been friends yeah. for 20 years, man. Yeah. So so talk to the people real quick about how we met um, and just, you know, our path to, to this point in 2022 still here, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was. So you had transferred with a couple other guys. I was just fresh out of high school. Um and kind of was on a, on on kind of a couple little college tours, looking around, seeing where I want to go. And I was I was offered a, you know, like a walk on spot there to start my you know my college career, which you know. But uh, it was also something that was, you know, was 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 the beginning, you know. Yeah. And so I get to NAU, and uh, I didn't really know where to go or or what to do or where to start, and. Uh, and I just remembered I got invited to this Bible study because you you just knew you're fresh. It's high school. You don't even you know you don't know anything. You're just trying to get in where you fit in. Yeah. You just don't want to get in the way, you know. And uh, so I get to uh, NAU and I and somebody invites me to this Bible study and it turns out you're running it. And who invited you, by the way? Your brother did. My brother David. Yeah, yeah, Shout out to yeah, David. Yeah. David so, Gano holding yeah. it down on the East Coast. Yeah, see, yeah, see. yeah put a sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, so I get invited to this, and it's just a week goes by, and two weeks, and three weeks, and it's like, man, I'm just, I can't wait until we, we're doing this again. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it kind of just all starts there. I see you, and I mean, it's just something that is just enticing about what you're talking about, enticing about your personality, how you played the game, and everything. And it was like, man, I just I need to hear more of what he's saying, more of what he's talking about. And uh, obviously, a lot of that was was Jesus focused, and and then uh, and I saw how all of that just kind of transferred into into your life, into how you played, into how you prepared into how you spoke, into how you carried yourself. And so for me, that was kind of how I was drawn to you, you know, because you already have that, uh, you know, kind of fifth year senior freshman, you know, you're trying to find somebody to follow. Yeah. You know, and then you had all the other intangibles. So it's like, that's kind of how it started for me. Yeah, no, I appreciate you know? that. No, that's, yeah. a, that's a flashback right there. I remember we did it at uh, AD's house. AD's yep. apartment, Robert Anderson yeah. Drake. Shout out to AD, Rob. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had it, and it's and it was funny because when we started that Bible study, we did it on the party night in college. Oh yeah, which was Thursday nights. Yep. And I remember some people were we're not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, why the club empty, man? <laughs> hey, why is our club empty? Where are the football players at? Thursday, <laughs> thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> Hey man, we jacked up their Thursdays, Thursdays. We ruined bro. it, man. Yeah, oh, man. And then I remember, uh, I remember it was an '80s apartment in um. Man, yeah, it was we had, just a brand new apartment. All the other dorms yes. was just ruined. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he yeah. had that fresh, brand new spot. Yeah, luxury apartments. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And we had cats sitting on the stove, like oh, door on was the up, floor, yeah, out the door. You know what I mean? At the oh, door, yeah. we had almost a whole team in there, man. And oh, then yeah. obviously, it dwindled to. 
you know, a few, you know, a, a few solid guys, you know, Shannon Butler, Burf, yourself, my brother, to name a few. But man, that was special, man. Those were some yeah. special times, man. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where you, uh, uh, like, you just, you, it's like you didn't know it was going to do what it was. Yeah. Right? Like, you didn't know it was going to be what it was. Yeah. You had no clue it was going to form just the foundation of, of my life moving forward. Yeah. You know, like, it was it was those those Thursday nights that formed my decision-making process. You know, it's like formed how I how I thought about things, how I acted, how I reacted, what mm-hmm. I did. You know, it was like it was it was just so uh, you know it was like a compass, man. You know, it yeah. was it was something that I needed as an eighteen-year-old little kid that just didn't really know at all. It was it gave me a compass, man. In and really, honestly, the most important time when you leave your parents' house, yeah, and you're out by yourself, and you know it's you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it was exactly what I needed, man. It was just a complete foundation, man. That's good. That's yeah. good. And you know, the thing about it, you know, there's a, it, you know, the Bible says that heaven and earth, heaven and earth, sorry, heaven and earth will pass away, right? But yeah. His word lives forever. You know what I'm saying? And those words that that we share from the Bible and and those things that we're doing for the Lord, those are the things that matter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so, fast forward, you had no idea. Well, you probably did because you had you know really high self belief. You probably didn't know that your road was going to lead into the NFL, man. How, no. how, how was how did that all shake out? Well, it's like it's something you you know every single kid that plays pee wee football wants to do, but you know you never. Uh, it's just like you never know if it's actually gonna be because like and you know NAU walking on there was like my one. It was one of like three stops. Mm-hmm. You know, I played junior college ball and then finished finished up at a at a division one university after that it was just like and then you find yourself for me you know a free agent and signing a contract and just kind of blown away again by you know being an 18 year old kid knowing nothing going here and 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 i really i really used those thursday nights that first year of college that foundational year of my life as as really one of the number one reasons why that even happened yeah you know that's cool, man. Well, we'll be revisiting that story uh, many times because we're going to be bringing in some people that, were, oh, yeah. you know, that were a part of that time, man. But when yeah. you start, that's cool. And when you start looking at, uh, you know, when I look at my life, you know, you, when you when you look at that Bible study, we all went on and did like crazy things. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. I started working in baseball. You know what I mean? Not too long afterwards, I never played baseball, yeah. you know, and I had no idea that. I would be working with professional baseball players. You know, um, our good friend Shannon, you know, became a pastor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of a lot of us went on and did, you know, great things. But it's, it's really good to look back at that time and just see that the fr- there, there was a lot of fruit there. So, yeah, when you fast forward it, man, you know, uh, 20 years later, you know what I'm saying? Here you are. Yeah. Here I am. Um, you married an athlete. You married. Danielle, talk about Danielle real quick. Well, that's the funny thing too, is because again, I met her through you and you start seeing all the, you just start seeing, man, how all the dots connect over your life. You know, it's kind of like a story that, uh, like stories my, my, my old man used to tell me like, oh, you'll see this and you'll see that and all this stuff will start making sense. And it's like, you fast forward and you're kind of like, man, it's crazy. You wouldn't have never thought, you know? And so, yeah, you pretty much introduced me to her and then she was a basketball player at Arizona State. Um, 
and really, uh, she could have came out and played in WNBA and, and done all that, but really put all that stuff on the shelf and helped me pursue, uh, my dream of the NFL. And, and so we, uh, we've been married 11 years, three kids, life's great, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, marrying an athlete always keeps stuff fun, man. Like, you know, it's always, especially when she is a better all-around athlete than you, you know. I, I mean, I was good at football. Like, that was my thing. But, I mean, you take anything from, you know, pinochle to bowling to pool to, you know, to so Oh, you know, we was playing soccer at the park the other day with the kids, and she's yeah. over here juggling a ball. It's kind of like, where are we right yeah, now? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, she's always going to one-up you, man. It's always going to be when and let you know about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to, man. Got yeah. to. Now, truth be told, all I was doing was doing my job, bro. I didn't. <laughs> you, you and Danielle met because, you know, it was it was destined to happen. All I did was do my job. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, well, you did it well. Yeah, I said, that's it, man. Yeah. That's it. So so let's, let, let's talk about, you know, current events, man. I mean, it's football season. It's playoff oh, yeah. season. You oh, know, yeah. the Arizona Cardinals just got romped. You know what yeah. I mean? My Steelers got romped. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I mean, we just, you know, it, it's blowout after blowout. But talk to me about some of your thoughts, man, with some of these games and, you know, some of, the, some of what's going on. Well, man, that I watched I watched the game last night, and that was, that was tough because I felt like it was just – they have so many pe like the Cardinals has so many pieces, man. It's just yeah. it's just sometimes you get into a game and it's just you just can't get you feel like you just can't get anything going. Yeah, you know, and you just feel like you just can't get any momentum. Every single field position is just bad, you know. And then nothing happens on first and second down like you like it, <laughs> you know. And it was just I mean because I think uh, Kyler Murray's man is just has really. Uh, has done very well, man. Uh, yeah, I thought he yeah. had an incredible season. It's just, it's, it's tough, man. It's like you just get, sometimes you just, there's, you can't really even explain it. You wish you could just press pause and start, you know, like when you was used to play like NCAA or Madden. Yeah. And you get hot, you just turn the thing off yeah. and turn it back on. Hey, that's, 20, that's what you want hey, to do. 21 point rule. <laughs> yeah. You, you know just, about the 21 let's just point start, rule. Let's just start this over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy to me how when you look at athletes, right? It's unbelievable to me how you can, you know, we've all heard the adage, you know, proper preparation prevents poor performance. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Some people even throw yeah. that extra P in there. Proper yeah. preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's amazing to me how you can be so prepared. You can yep. be so dialed in. And it doesn't even matter. And it doesn't. Mike yeah. Tyson right behind you. Oh, yeah. Everybody has a plan until you get until hit in the face, pops bro. You, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, a, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing is that when you start, you know, uh, competing in a win or go home scenario, they were the ones that had to go home. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a I mean, what I've really seen in a lot of it is you start seeing guys that can just put pressure on with their front four. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. You know, it's like you saw that uh, you, you see that in just a, a, in a lot of those games. I mean. I think San Francisco made their, you know, made that felt when they played Dallas, you know, and then uh, I definitely think that you saw that from the LA Rams last night. Yeah, it's like, dude, if you can, if you can just drop and play, play coverage, and just, you know, Aaron Donald just wreaks yeah. havoc, and then you got Von Miller. It's just, dude, that's a nightmare. So you know, so you played quarterback. Yeah, you've you've evaluated and you've seen and you've compared yourself and you've watched and you've modeled you know your game after many quarterbacks and you speak yeah. that you speak that language and so when you look at somebody like Kyler Murray right yeah in 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 psychology there's a law called Hicks law 
Yeah. And Hicks Law states that the more things I think about, the slower that I react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do, in your opinion, obviously you don't know Kyler Murray yeah. personally, no, but no, from no, what no. you yeah. saw, like, do you think he was thinking about a lot of things? And what would you, as far as hindsight, what would you tell him or how could you encourage him or somebody who is in a similar situation in game? What would you, what would you yeah. do? Well, it's like, uh, man, it's tough because it's, because what I think is I just think the game got away. You know, it's what is like, that? What does that mean? What does like, that mean? Uh, it's just because uh, let me let me stop you real quick. Yeah. And, and then I, I hate to interrupt, but I, I want to play uh, devil's advocate real quick. The game got away. Yeah, we've seen players like Tom Brady, yeah, yeah Joe yeah. Montana, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. right, leading what comebacks? Eli, Eli, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, leading comebacks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about it, Rodney Harrison. <laughs> I know Rodney Harrison's still having yeah. nightmares, man. Eli, Eli. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but what do you mean the game got away? It's all about it's all about perception, what you perceive, right? So so what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, it's like uh, I'm watching that game, and you find yourself down twenty-one nothing, and. And it's halftime, and then you're, and then you're coming out. You don't get the ball. Yeah, you know, and and, and they're uh, and they score again, and it's just, man, you feel like you just don't have enough time to make up, and so you're trying to rush, and rush, and rush. And I think sometimes that comes from a play call scenario. I think sometimes that comes from just a quarterback trying to make something happen. Mm-hmm. And obviously, with his skill set, it's like, dude, he can make things happen. He, I mean, he showed that throughout the regular season. The guy was phenomenal. On his feet, you know, just pl- uh, throwing on the run, you know. I think he does well passing in the pocket. It's like I just think you get to the point where you're like, man, I need to make points and I need to make them now. Like we got to go. So, what do you think is going on in his mind in terms of information? Do you think that do you think that it's too much information that he's trying to process, or is it more desperation, or is it something else? I would say there's an element of desperation because. You got to think about it, man. He's been going over those game plans forever. Yeah. Not to mention, it's not like the Rams are showing him something he hasn't seen. They've played twice already. Yeah. There's not so you can't just completely change your scheme up, at, you know, drastically to the point where so much would surprise him. Mm-hmm. It's the third meeting of the year, so I, I think it's just you get to a place where you just try you just trying to get it all back in one, and it just can't happen. Yeah. And so that hitch, that's just five yards in momentum. Sometimes it's like, no, we need more than that. Yeah. Or that little slant or just what you know that little just dump in the flat. Sometimes yeah. it's like, "Nah, we need a bigger chunk. We need to get this going." And then the tough thing is is you get one and then they have that huge hit on the sideline with uh AJ Green. Mm-hmm. It's like, "Man, it's going to be a first down. We're out of our we're out of the end zone." So it's just like this conflation of events yeah. that are happening and you as a quarterback, you you feel like you need to make something happen. Yeah. And then oh, the, yeah. the game at that point the game plan is out out the window. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's out the window. Well, like they were, uh, I forget his name, uh, but one of the announcers last night, uh, I think it's Riddick. Okay, Lewis Riddick. Riddick. Yeah, Lewis yeah. Riddick. I mean, he's and he does a great job, but uh, he was talking to Sean McVay. You know, they were talking to him about like, hey, you know, Matt Stafford has thrown some uh, more picks towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do you kind of help him as a coach? And he's and you know what was cool is he was like, you know, I feel like there's times I put pressure on Matt through my play calls. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, for you know, gives him a a sense of like, hey, I need you to make something happen mm-hmm. here, and that has ended in mistakes a little bit. And so Sean McVay was talking about, hey, you know what? I think within some of my play calls, I can help limit some of those mistakes. 
based off of a mindset yeah. I'm going to give Matt when I'm calling that play, yeah. which I think sometimes that gets thrown out the window when you're down 28 points. Yeah. So there's, 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 I mean, when you start talking about a head coach, you're, you're talking about, you're getting inputs from the head coach. You're getting inputs from the defense. You're getting inputs from your own self-talk, oh, whether yeah. it's positive or the negative. Vibe, the vibe in the huddle. The vibe in the huddle, the body language. Receiver, you know, the, your playmakers want to make a play. Give me the ball. Yeah. Let's go. Come yeah. on. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just. The crowd. Oh, yeah. That crowd looks, that that, that, that stadium was, looks legit, though. Was, oh, yeah, that, huh? Yeah, they, uh... No, that, that stadium, that <laughs> stadium is so big and it's so loud that the TV can't even keep up. It's like no. something happens and then well, you dude, just hear so, cheering, like, for the next 10 seconds. I'm like, yo, man, was that the last play? So, or, you know so did that end the Chargers, which still should be in San Diego, if you ask me. Did they spit the bill on man, that? Man, I don't know, man. Did they I don't split know. the bill? Like, where'd that go? I don't know, go? man. That's Because that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Because so, that thing is uh, that thing is huge. So let's 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 fast forward to another game. The Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> By the way, Stephen A. Smith absolutely roasted the Dallas Cowboys fans. Uh, what did do you, he what, have his cowboy hat on? Oh, for? buddy, you know he did, man. <laughs> so so so, what do you think about what do you think about that last drive in the in the game and the not spiking the ball in time and running it to the middle of the field like like that was like the worst way. Because they're the Cowboys are always in the spotlight, it's like the worst way to get ended. <laughs> you know, like you just my heart breaks for Dak. Yeah, yeah. For man. Dak Prescott, because you're just kind of like I mean, because he put some stuff together this year, yeah, man. He, he played did, well, man. man. He did. And it's he like really did. and you and that, that way. Team that is stacked, is, man. That team is good. Oh. That team is good, man. So good. I mean, they're deep. I mean, again, we're talking D line. Yeah. I mean, in that, uh, I don't know his name, but their line, their rookie linebacker, number eleven. Oh, well, Micah Parsons. Poof. Bro. I mean, he's the, those. Guys, I mean, no, they got everybody. Yeah. They got great tight ends, great weapons. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott. They got a great backup running back too. It's like yeah. they got everything. It's just the way that ends. It's like, oh, you just wish it would have been any other way. Yeah. Because they're just gonna bury him. And, and you know you can you can slice it 10 15 20 different ways but there's there's no there's no good way to explain that one no. you know what I mean that's just a, that's just a heartbreaker yeah that'll make a fan cry right there bro oh and you know them cats is doing that oh hey so so <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about this game real quick and then we'll we'll, uh, we'll get into the to the last thing before we close here um let's talk about that Buffalo Bills game so here you have you know an immovable object with this irresistible force, right? You yeah. have you have Josh Allen and the Bills, and then you have Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and they're in the same division. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick literally has the book on the Bills. Yeah, they smashed them earlier in the year. Oh yeah, and in 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 this time around, it was an absolute you know one eighty. Like, how do you explain that, man? Was like, I mean, I watched quite a bit of that too, and it was like, dude, they, everything they did worked. Yeah. You know what was kind of weird is it was freezing there in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, man. They were eating, uh, drinking chicken broth. You see that, Joe? <laughs> no. They were drinking chicken broth on the sideline. Oh, it looked so cold. They had that Campbell's Chunky out there or something, man. <laughs> it looked so cold, but the funny thing was, it was like none of the Bills players looked cold. 
No. No, they were hype, ready to go. <laughs> and and then, well, I hey, remember. Are you cold? Nah, man. Nah, they man. showed a picture of the first drive I'm I watched. To win tonight. They showed Matt Jones with that face shield on. It was all angled wrong. Boy, looked freezing. Who, who's that? Oh, who's that? Matt Jones. Oh, Matt Jones. Yeah. Matt, jo- Matt yeah. Jones, my fault. Yeah. And he looked freezing. It's like, dude, that's just tough, man. <laughs> and hey, then, hey, uh, hey, so, hey, so what you're saying is they didn't have chicken broth on their side. Nah, like. they, well, you know, Bill probably said no, no to that. Oh. <laughs> He said, we ain't having that here. He said, that, he said that's, not in the, that's not in the playbook. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I think, uh, think Buffalo is going to give Kansas City some fits, man. That's, that's going to be a good game, man. It is. That's going to be a good game. They got, I mean, dude, because you got to, sometimes I always think too, man, I would rather play in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. If you're going to have a game like that. Because it just builds so much momentum. No doubt, man. You know, I mean, like the Bills got to, I mean, you you got to think about how up-tempo their practice week's going to be this week. Yeah. They're feeling great. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah. No doubt. So as we get uh, as we get into the last part of, you know, um, the podcast uh, for today, uh, for today's episode, um, you know. Well, well, real quick. Yeah, though, I don't want to interrupt. Ahead. I want to see, because obviously, you know, we got a little bit of my view, but it's like from from your point of view, from mm-hmm. your expertise, being a doctor, you know, doing a lot of this stuff with the Texas Rangers and everything within just the mental side mm-hmm. and all that. Like, what's your breakdown of of momentum of these games? Like we we bring up Kyler Murray, you bring I mean, and then you bring up like, a, you know, uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback for the mm-hmm. Bills, completely different game. Yeah. You know, it's like the complete opposites. Yeah. You know, like how do you what are you viewing from that standpoint? Now? No doubt, man. There's 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 some good research on momentum, you know, um, you know, whether that's a thing or not. Some people believe it's a thing. Some people don't. There's a lot of research on confidence. And so maybe that's where I'll start. And that's where I'll end is with confidence. And when you look at confidence, there's certain things that we've seen in the literature that are present when you have people who are highly confident, yeah. you know. Um, one of the areas is body language. Like, yeah. like you said, I mean, you see, you look on one sideline, you know, these cats are drinking their Campbell's, uh, hot noodle soup. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like ready just, just go. ready to go. You know yeah. what I mean? Electrolytes. It's basically like, they, they basically got a heated up version of Gatorade. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. like, let's be honest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so body language is huge. Yeah. It's huge and it's contagious. Yeah. Do you know that the science, the research shows us that confidence in yourself increases the con- the confidence that you have in yourself increases the confidence that your teammates have in you that your coaches have in you mm. so if you're going around slumped shoulders protracted shoulders head down looking cold looking yeah. scared looking you know uh, uh some type of way that's contagious yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the the man next to me in the huddle is looking at you like yo dude what the heck is wrong with this cat yeah and it just rubs off yeah so body language is a, a huge element um, another one is like environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing to change your environment? Um, what kind of conversations are you having? Are yeah. you yelling? Are you encouraging? Are you, you know, um, are you smiling? Are you communicating? You know, what are, is there an element of hope? Is there an element of, uh, you know, preparation, meeting opportunity? Yeah. Um, you start looking at, you know, the words that are being said, you yeah. know, if you would, if you were to do a sound study on the two sidelines, like what are they saying? There's probably a lot of encouragement, edification, um, uh, game planning. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In-game communication. Hey, what are you seeing on this one? What are you seeing? All right, let's do it. Let's do this on the next one. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, 
you, you, you start to see, all right, this is what we prepared for. When you start talking about visualization, you know, research yeah. has shown us that individuals who spend a lot of time visualizing or setting their sights on things that as they could be, or this is what happened to us before, we're not going to let it happen again. Yeah. When you spend a lot of time in visualization, it actually improves and increases confidence. Okay. So here you have the Buffalo Bills who got absolutely... You know what I'm saying? Ragdolled the last time. Yeah. And they're like, we're not letting that happen. When we see this, we're going to do this. Yeah. This is what we're going to do this time. I mean, yeah. they ran the ball, bro. Like, oh, like, yeah. like they, they, they ran that rock. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they did other things, many other things that, you know, guaranteed a win. Yeah, everything they did worked. You see what I'm saying? And so when you start looking at those type of things, you know, uh, and, and, and doing what you do well and going to your strengths and you start putting all that together. Now you have a highly confident player, a yeah. highly confident team, and when everybody's confident, you have this thing oh, called yeah. momentum, and it's just like you can't. If, if fifty-three people believe the same way, bro, you ain't. You, there ain't too much you can do to to nullify that. Yeah. When fifty-three dudes are believing the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everything goes right. That's hard to stop. Yeah. That's hard to stop, and so yeah. you might have on the Patriots if you're if you're doing a true poll, like, hey man, how many of you guys think we can can win now? You know, third quarter us getting rocked like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably half of the. T- you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you start talking about momentum and when you start talking about preparation, you start talking about confidence. That's likely what's going on on uh, yeah. on those sidelines. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's a great question. Hey, so you know, as we get ready to close, you know, a, a big part of the athletic experience man you know we talk about lifting weights we talk about the psychology of things we talk yeah. about preparation we talk about the neuro the neuromuscular side of things some people you know forego spirituality right like they forego their faith right the mm-hmm. essence of things not seen the the, the the evidence of things hoped for you know and the substance of things not seen or, or it, it, I, I might have got them mixed up but they forego their faith yeah right why do you think that a, being a player that has faith in something bigger than yourself, as we get ready to close and set it up yeah. for the next podcast, why do you think that's important? Because guess what? Some people believe in themselves. Yeah. I can do this. I got this. It's yeah. all on me. It's mm-hmm. on my might, on my strength. Yeah. Some people believe in their coach or a singular person, yeah. right? And then when that person dies, when that person goes to another team, yeah. when that person is no longer, when that person gets fired, they have no identity. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why do you think that having faith is so important, man? And, and, and you know, not to, not to get into all the secret sauce right yeah. now, but why do you think that's yeah. an important element of the athletic journey, man? Well, I would say, uh, I would say probably, if I could pick one word out of it, it would probably be perspective. You know, a lot of the times when I would get focused on myself or stressed or worried or, you know, kind of in a place where you kind of lose yourself or, oh, I got to get going. I got to make this up. I got to do all that. It's like it, it became such a reliance on me and and it took me out of perspective, you know. And so, you know, my my faith, Jesus, all that stuff always, when I focused on that, always brought a proper perspective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so of being able, you know, even the perspective of, hey, you know what, I've lifted my weights, I've game planned, I've prepped, you know, I've watched film, I've, you know, I've ran my mental reps, I've thrown hundreds of footballs this week in preparation for this, I've worked on the weaknesses and blah, blah, blah. I think if that, it's, it, it puts you in a, you know, in the proper perspective, 
to just say, I, 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 what I'm what I'm bringing today is what I'm going to bring today. Yeah, you know, and I think at times it's hard to stay in that mindset if you're if you're not on your proper foundation, which is kind of like what we hit in the beginning. Like that ha- that that was my foundation moving forward. Yeah, wasn't always planning on it the best ways. You know what I mean? Because it's in athletics for me at least, it was very easy to just rely on me. Yeah, or lifting more weights. Or lifting more weights, or lifting more weights, or you know what I mean. You know it's crazy. Sprints. You know it's crazy, man. I, you say something that's very powerful, and I, I, I want you to, I want you to elaborate that on that a little bit more. I notice with me personally, like when I feel, when I haven't been in my word, when I haven't been praying, and I have the world on my shoulders, so to speak, and I have to get stuff done. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I start to see myself searching for things to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll start reading. I'll start pulling books out. I'm like, yo, dude, I'm getting stupider, bro. Like I'm yeah. I'm getting dumber. You know what I mean? Trying to fill it. Trying to fill it, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I gotta do this. Oh, I gotta make this. I gotta create this. Mm-hmm. Like trying to do something to almost like justify my existence. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you struggle with that? Or oh, and, and yeah. what and what is your what's your thing? Is it like working out? Is it like doing so, like what is it? Because for me, it's like busy work in like reading and Filling it with stuff to make myself appear like I'm productive, which I, which what I think that is is panic. Like what you're what mm-hmm. you're talking about, in my opinion, it's what I've done is you're panicking. Mm-hmm. I got to fix this now. Yeah, which is a, in a way I don't want to say Kyler Murray did this, but it's like in a way it's almost impossible in that environment not to panic. Yeah, we got to make this happen, and so it's like you might like uh, my dog. You know, like we just moved down here, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, my kids are adjusting to school. It's like I want to just you know, and it's like, dude, you got an eight year old and a six year old adjusting to school, mm-hmm. new friends, new stuff, right? It's like, it's real easy to panic. Oh, I want to fix their problem. Yeah. I want to make them comfortable. I want to make them feel good. Oh, yeah. When it's like, oh, I'm not built on my foundation right now. Yeah. Like, hey, I didn't perform how I wanted to. It's very easy to be like, I need to get stronger. Yeah. I need to get faster. I need to work right now. I need yeah. to go. And it's like. It's never ending, man. It's never ending. And so I, what I, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody or you, but for me, I, I always felt like uh, when I look back on it, I was panicking. Panicking, yeah. You know? I think, I think the word. I think the word I would use for myself is like reaching and it's like, I'm, I'm reaching and there is a, there, there's a sense of panic when you're meeting deadlines or when it's something urgent, you know, when you have a time element, but it's almost like you're reaching and you're trying to justify who you are and God has already justified who we are. Yeah. We are already, we are already justified in him. You ever been in a scenario though, where somebody comes to you and is like, Hey, we're all right. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Or hey, yeah. don't don't worry about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's the first drive. You're down seven. None of the Arizona Cardinals are panicking on the sideline. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it's twenty eight. It's halftime. Yeah, eh, it's a little <laughs> off. You know, there's you start, panic. You start doing the math. You know He's like, wait, yeah. so we got to score four times <laughs> just to tie them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. And it's like, and I feel like at times, that's what that's what God has done with me. Like, oh, relax. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. Stick to your fundamentals. You know yeah, what I mean? Stick yeah. to the basics. Yeah. Read your word. Yeah. Fellowship. Go to church. You know, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Seek my face. Rely on something other than you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's good, man. That's good, man. Well, we're going to, we're going to, st- we're going to drop the mic right there. Uh, and and you, we, we enjoyed you guys spending some time with us. And if this podcast is something that uh, benefited you and blessed you, uh, please don't forget to like, share, comment. Uh, and leave us a review so that 
uh, we can be in front of more people. So until next time, God bless you. Derek, thank you, man. Um, I'm, I'm pumped, man. This season's going to be good. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to yeah. do it again, man. So talk to you guys soon. Later. Boom. Boom. If you like the idea of more people hearing this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us. Because in doing so, you actually put all things performance in front of more ears and in front of more eyeballs. And people will actually know that we exist. So uh, we'd love if you did that. Uh, you can follow all things performance on Facebook, Instagram, and all of the social media channels. Until next time, God bless you. Take care of yourself. And we'll talk to you soon.